I'm Jakub Voigt, the CEO of Catalytic, and this is Unbundled. In this series, I help to demystify technology in the world of business. Join me as we explore how technology can make your business better. In, in this episode, we're chatting about video management and analytics. We're chatting about what video management is, the role of AI in video management, and industry-specific use cases. By the end of this episode, you'll have a clearer idea of how video management can benefit your business. I'm joined by Carlos Almeida, Business Development Manager at ActionSoft. Carlos, welcome. Hi, Yaku. Thank you for having me. Uh, it's an absolute pleasure to be here, and I'm excited about our discussion this morning. Yeah, me too. So so let's kick off uh, with that. Just tell people a little bit uh, about yourself. Yes, so my name is Carlos Delmeida. I'm the Business Development Manager for Axon Soft, um, which is a video management software provider. And yeah, I'm the, just looking, uh, keeping it real in the industry to keep uh, people safe. Okay, excellent. So, okay, so let's get into it. So, let's talk video management. What is video management? Okay, so video management is a component of a security system, and that system is in a, gets video uh, sources from a camera that then um, stores that to a storage device. That device enables uh, people to go back and view live video or recorded video through a Interface. So, uh, if I've got video cameras at my premises, at my business premises or house for that matter, I can send that video stream into a system, and that video management can then do different things for us. Well, that's correct. So, I mean, you would have either in the households, generally people go with um, DVRs or NVRs, which is just the differentiators between a digital vid- uh, video recorder or a mm-hmm. network video recorder, and that's uh, for just in-house and has a bit of a playback storage of up to seven days, because then it allows them to go back and see what's happened when they're not at home, for instance. So that's okay, uh, and the example that you mentioned now is always something that strikes me, because most I assume every single one of, of our business customers must have cameras somewhere at the at the prim, at the business premises, uh, but it tends to be. I always question what the reasoning is for putting the the cameras in because it tends to be quite reactive. Um, I put in the cameras in and I I get to the business premises and oh. Uh, looks like somebody broke in Hopefully they didn't steal the, the, the NVR or the, or the DVR Let me go and have a look and see But it's, it's, it's sort of like a passive um, scenario Where where's it's potentially recording stuff the whole time That can tell you about what's happening in your business No, exactly That's And I like what you mentioned there It's Generally people are mistaken And what they do is they go and spend quite a bit of money On these systems but that's what it is. It's just a reactive state. I mean, they put it in with the hope that it's going to deter a criminal. But, you know, nowadays criminals are just uh, not even giving, considering that there are cameras. They don't care. They'll carry on and just commit the crime no matter what. Exactly. And, no. and, and the problem is what after the... You, after something's gone wrong, people go back and look at it, and then what do they do? They've just got an image of a video, and that's all it is. I mean, there's no there's no intelligence behind it. You almost don't understand what's the reason for having it in in the first place. It's like exactly, so, oh. exactly. So, 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 why would you say is video management important? Then, if we. Well, look, I think uh, at foremost, uh, it's important because it does, it's for security purposes. And if it's used, utilized correctly, well, then it will, it will serve its purpose. Um, but there are many other applications that, that it can be, uh, obviously used for. Um, you know, it's perhaps 
if people don't have uh, eyes on the ground or enough manpower or security, it can enable them to just view those uh, blind spots. And, uh, you know, maybe they are on holiday and they just want to check into the premises and see what's happening. You know, that's that's what its purpose. They can do remote monitoring in that manner. Okay. Okay. Um and maybe maybe let's just break down so what are the typical sort of areas of of um video management or will we cover that when we talk about the AI component? Yeah, I think you know when we get to the analytics there there will be all the different components on that. But okay. Generally, you know, uh, the standalone video monitoring management or CCTV as they call it, closed circuit TV, is really just to have a visual verification of what is happening, whether it's in live or in recorded. Okay. Okay. Excellent. So now let's talk about the much spoken about AI. Uh, I, I was um, thinking this morning, it's amazing how often I refer to uh, virtually every show we talk about how AI gets um, deployed in certain technologies or whatever. But let's talk about AI and, and the role that plays in video management. Absolutely. Well, look, I think everyone knows that AI is is a, is a becoming a common word that's used and thrown around in every industry, and it has got its benefits. But if we go back to the video or the surveillance industry per se, um, today there are more cameras that have been installed than ever before. You know, just interesting mm-hmm. enough, I was reading some statistics, and for in 2019, the uh, data that was obtained was that there was over 770 million cameras already installed with that number increasing to approximately a billion by 2021 now if it's now if you take that and you think okay well we've got all these video sources how are we going to manage that so now operators who are predominantly the people that sit behind these screens to monitor are faced with these challenges for this ever demanding and increasing cameras i mean the cameras are increasing but operators are not increasing in a, in a mm. similar correlation yeah. so now how do we assist them in that and this is where ai comes in and helps them overcome this challenge um okay. you know th- in with the ai we don't they don't get bored They can uh, review continuous amounts of data and it just prevents or supplements uh, the continuous human monitoring uh, intervention at times. So what role would AI play? Do you you teach um, a a machine then to look for certain things in the the video content? Correct. So, I mean, AI is through training of of, um, repetitive tasks so in video with video we can and video images you know we can pick up on certain behaviors that we train the neural network which is just for to pick up so the predefined criteria so that's that's where it it helps okay let's talk about example what 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 would something like that be well, I mean, so, you know, in specific scenes, for for instance, I think uh, what AI has been able to do from a training of the neural networks is, you know, being able to pick up on an active shooter position. So okay. that is a person holding a gun and walking into a mall. Well, now we're picking that, that up and we can see and that, that criteria. So it prompts an event and an operator can now make an informed decision quite uh, quickly because it, he's not he's not uh, tr- scanning over 
countless amounts of um, screens with different cameras on it. So, so the um, if I understand correctly, uh, we teach the the machine, the AI, to look for certain criteria in terms of how you stand, for example, etc., 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 and then it continuously looks through all of the data, f- uh, all of the video content for that, and when it finds something like that, it will alert uh, an operator and say, "I think this this ma- matches your criteria. Have a look." That's correct because I mean the thing is you, we, we've taken video footage examples so just that positioning and then that's where the the software can um, analyze and pick up that it's an unusual type of behavior that out of the ordinary not just a person walking you know it's just basically the use, using the torso the limbs and the movements that they're doing. That's amazing. And I mean, uh, again, it comes back to my question. What's the reason why install cameras in the first place is uh, ideally it's, it's extra eyes that's not human eyes. And, and, and then whatever that uh, cameras gather, you, you need to do something with that data. So what's better to do to t- uh, teach a, m- a machine to look for certain things that uh, can help you to be proactive or preventative? Absolutely. I mean, you know, that's the thing is that, you know, it just it, we it automates the process. It really automates the process to be more um, quick in responding to those kind of situations. But there again, you know, those are just that's just when we're talking about the the negative impacts. But there's also positive impacts that yeah. that AI can obviously um, bring into uh, the the world when bundling that with uh, cameras. Okay. Um, yeah, so I think, you know, to elaborate on that point, perhaps, you know, is really, I'll, I will talk about it more in the examples, but, you know, it's just really talk, being able to differentiate between humans and animals, for instance. Um, so yeah, that's, that's some of the, the clever, clever okay. ideas. And perhaps, you know, more, more on top of that actually just had came to my mind is, uh, you know, for unusual objects, perhaps maybe counting of vehicles, um, Maybe in the manufacturing sector, wheel sets or um, any component, just, you know, the AI, you know, it's not just an object that or being there for just pure surveillance. Yes. Okay. I hear what you're saying. So you can actually, you can actually use it to improve, improve a business process or, or something like that. Yeah, like absolutely. in a factory to count the amount of uh, pipes that passes a certain point or exactly, something exactly. like that. I mean, it's all. It, it can be used in so many applications. It's almost whatever whatever you can think of uh, that you almost want to – you don't have enough uh, main people or, or eyes, uh, human eyes for you can you can train the AI to do something like well, that. Well, that's exactly it. I mean, if you think in today's day and age, what we've experienced in the last, what, 18 months, you know, um, a lot of industries have had to either um, rotate their staff because of n- – a total number of people. So now this is where cameras can come in because now it can assist with that labor shortage. Yeah. So for instance, being able to see productivity, what is happening in the environment, you know, that's what, that's what the application is all about when we use bundling AR in the surveillance industry. Okay. That's very interesting. Okay. So let's go on to analytics. I've been chomping at a bit to, to talk to you about that. So, um, how does, how do you use analytics, uh, in, in video management? What's the benefit of that? So the, the the analytics is uh, I mentioned earlier is to automate the processes. So you know you're putting in criteria like the the standalone argument right now, for instance, is perhaps you have a perimeter that you, we can use a lot, utilize analytics and create a virtual line on that video footage. If a person or an object or whatever manner crosses that line, you you can be um, notified that there's some there's movement there or 
perhaps it's a restricted access and people shouldn't be going into that area and those where the analytics come in that's just the stand, the plug and play kind of analytics but then those analytics can be utilized in many other industries for other data gathering information um other types of analytics obviously your facial recognitions your license plate recognition um and more and so much more um we were also talking the other day um where the, you can use the analytics for example in a in a uh Industrial scenario for, from a health and safety perspective. Yes, um, of course. Uh, with regards to that, that it, we we the terminology that we use is um, called behavioural analytics okay. and behavioural analytics coupled with um, protective PPE analytics. So there again, what we've done is you know trained the neural network to pick up on the torso, limbs, and legs, and then another set of uh, neural networks being able to see whether they, that person is wearing a hot hat or a high visibility vest. So, for instance, you know, in large construction um, sites where visibility vests and hot hats are required, you know, health and safety managers can't be everywhere at once. No, it's virtually impossible. 100%. And so now let's just say that there's someone that's not wearing a hot hat or not wearing the safety shoes. At least there's some form of visual verification so that that, per, that uh, manager can ensure that maybe the employee needs a little bit more training, needs to go through uh, an induction again, what, uh, and it's just preventative because or if something does go wrong, now they can go and investigate and find the root cause of what happened. How did that person get injured and so forth? Okay. And then, um, so you, you spoke about behavioral an- analytics. What are the, the sort of segments of the analytics uh, components? So some of the components in behavioral analytics, we've got, you know, um, it's, it's to identify unusual behavior and posture. So I did touch okay. on that a little bit earlier with the active yeah. shooter, but there's a lot more than that. So for instance, um, what happens, you know, if you at the, at a shopping mall or at a railway station and someone collapses, um, you know, that's a man down. So we've now been able to detect that someone has fallen and perhaps needs some assistance. Wow. Um, in addition to that, you know, they, we've had some cases where perhaps there's ATM tampering, so people crouching down. But that's, that's one example. And what about when people are at fences and cutting in on fences you know it's it's them crouching down well that's suspect behavior yes. and that's what and that's what the the analytics can do it's being able to be proactive and identifying unusual situations but then um you were also the other day when we spoke you you, you told me about something that's really really interesting um the the smoke detection that's tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so with sm- it's uh, the AI or has been trained to identify fire and smoke, and we've been able to differentiate between fog and mist. So, you know, in those uh, instances, we use those analytics either for um, forests where they are susceptible to um, forest fires, and you know, you don't I mean with this from the forest. Fi- the forests are so large and vast in space. How do you manage and be able to pinpoint? So, you know find strategic points where we apply some cameras that have a high vantage point and apply the analytics to detect smoke and being able to pinpoint exactly where that is oh that's amazing and from that you can automate so now you don't need the operator waiting to have to pick up a phone try phone the relevant fire departments all of that can be automated in a manner that we can send an email send a notification via sms and contact all the relevant parties immediately so as it happens 
everyone is notified. So the reaction to that scenario is a lot can prevent that fire dispersing even further. Okay, and I wanna I wanna digress quickly because while we were talking, I was thinking. Um, does it matter what kind of cameras I have? Or absolutely not. So, I mean, it, there are it, there's different brands and different softwares, but with a certain particular software, especially that of Axon, um, we don't actually uh, care what camera is um, available. We have integrated with all the top technical technological brands out there, and that's what's interesting is that you know people can have their standalone cameras that probably. Are a legacy system They've really invested Their capital And now we can mm. turn it And make it intelligent Because the intelligence Lies in the software And not on the camera Exactly So that. To give an example Is We can use Facial recognition Of a standalone camera Just as long as It's positioned That it captures the face it, You will have the, the intelligence At your at your fingertips So as long as There's a mechanism To, ca- to take the recording Out from whatever The closed system is And in, ingest it Into into the software Then then you can apply Intelligence to it So That's it actually Doesn't matter That you That you invested In a legacy, a legacy system And I assume The technology uh, From a camera perspective It's so It's moving so fast that it's virtually impossible to, to be 100% up to date. And, well, well, and uh, it's nice to have a, a platform where, where you can apply intelligence without having to worry about what the hardware is that you have. Well, that's exactly it. I mean, you know, the thing is with, with actual cameras, it's hardware, and that's what it is. So it has a lifespan on it. As with software, I mean, you're just continuously updating it, and it just mm. sits on a on a server perhaps. But, you know, those are components that can be changed. But, you know, your, your software is never going to tire out. As yes. we're with a camera, it is or the you know it gets struck by lightning. Yeah. You just change it. Uh, what I really like about the fact in is it doesn't you, you're not locked into a hardware ecosystem. It doesn't matter what hardware you have, you can you can still uh, apply intelligence to what it is that you're recording. Hundred um, percent. And yeah, and you know one of the one of the interesting things is that you know there's so many people that are working on different systems, and now we can bring all of that into one because you know there's different brands. Maybe the customer preferred this brand, but now he doesn't like that service provider. To us, it doesn't matter as. As long as we can get a video stream, we can apply intelligence to it. Okay. Um, and then let's talk about different industries quickly. Um, so we, we spoke about uh, the fire scenario. Um, I think the, the example you, you mentioned was uh, the the. POC that you guys did in uh, South America or something like that but I mean I would imagine in, in South Africa uh, where there's uh, big farmlands and, and fires is a problem or maybe in the metros where, where um, there's close proximity where, where um, uh, in, in informal settlements where places can, can catch a light and it can ha- happen quite quickly I can I assume that that technology will, will work fantastically yeah look I mean for us the, you know we don't care what industry um, you're in We can apply Some form of analytics To um, assist In your specific needs And meet those requirements um, You know I think I think what's relevant Right now You know From the different industries And just to give A real life example Right now Is last week We heard about The tragic killing Of, of the rhinos Yes And you know I mean that is Becoming a massive problem Across uh, southern Africa And some parts of Africa and you know we've 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 helped uh, some of these wildlife reserves in the prevention of rhino poaching through our software. Um, you know, putting putting cameras in strategic points in hot zones, danger zones, and being able to differentiate and tell the difference uh, between a rhino and a human or uh, any 
animal for that matter. Yeah, that's and, amazing. You know, that's it. we we know that we ne- you can't just put cameras all over the wildlife because, or reserve because it's going to de- deter from its natural beauty. Yeah, but it's we're utilizing technology to support the troops on the ground to you know know where these uh, poachers are because you know if they are picked up on a on a camera at least the poachers know where that camera is what zone and can react quite quickly that's and that's quite a passion of axon because we we strong in that area okay so so if we run through the the different scenarios so any any business uh, is interested in security, so you've got a perimeter fence or wall that you want to monitor and make sure uh, you you don't want to wait until until your alarm goes off. You actually want to be uh, alerted before before that. So uh, we've spoken about that security component. I think in the retail sector, like you said, now you know you can count the amount of feet. You can you can uh, I assume you can even a, a, apply and see if people are the uh, if a social distancing is a problem. Oh yes, absolutely. I mean, you know, with um, so from social distancing or to any shopping centres, whether the person, you know, whether the person's wearing, wearing their face mask, if they're not, I mean, you know, can be notified quite timelessly. And you know, from a retail perspective, some of the interesting is that we can integrate with the point of sale systems, for instance. Yeah. Um, so you know, you got a camera. So every transaction that takes place, maybe there's a dispute or a unauthorized uh, exemption now that now management has can have visual verification to go see what has happened type in the text and see for everything that's going through to prevent theft but also just manage uh the the floor space Hmm. it's uh, and i I just it uh, it comes back to and i and like i said i've thought about it many many times and i try and work it out of my head why people do what they do um so everybody knows they need to put in cameras but it's like you say it's such a reactive scenario um and i guess what i'm driving at is is how easy or difficult is it for a business to understand the value that uh, the management component and analytics brings to them so, I mean, the, you know, unfortunately, one of the, one of the biggest challenges where people, what they look at is, um, is always the, the cost, the cost components. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they can see the value, but the, the cost involved in that is sometimes what deters them. And, you know, the, it's, a, as you can feel, it's security. Sometimes it's a grudge purchase. So. Well, until something happens. <laughs> correct. That's exactly, that's exactly it. Until something goes wrong, then they want to upgrade the system and then want the Rolls Royce yes. of surveillance. Yeah. But in the, in the, in the time being, it's just, I, I just want to plug it there just for, um, monitoring purposes, and and I and I, I think that's sort of always the the message that we try and bring across on on the technology show um, is that we almost uh, want to challenge our listeners to to think differently and look at how technology can can make their business better. Well, uh, and this is uh, you know so instead of throwing people at the problem like you said putting in more operators and and stuff like that you can actually make software do the work for you and 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 like you said there's a positive benefit that you can derive from it it doesn't have to always just be a cost component d- d- definitely and that's and that's where i think you know we're starting to see that more and more as as uh people are adopting and understanding the technology a little bit better the the power of business intelligence that can be gathered i mean an example that i, f- I found that is so strong is um, any service industry that has to serve a customer perhaps something's gone wrong is that person being serviced or attended to 
quickly enough? Has that uh, employee got the right training? Now we can, the management can go and see, okay, what has gone wrong? Go back and train them because now they've got that ma- that data mm. through visual visual verification. And you know, when it, when you rely solely on humans, we interpret scenarios a little bit di- differently. Um, so maybe a manager doesn't pick up that the person is not greeting or diffusing a situation correctly, but now we have the tools to provide that training. Yeah, and I mean, from uh, what you say, so so important. It comes back to we always talk about productivity enhancement, and I mean, I think it's it's part of our world where where the world expects of us to be more productive. And um, what better to use technology to to assist us in in that manner? Oh, one hundred percent. I mean, it, it, it is an enabler, and it's it it will improve uh, productivity and quality of life all round. Um. So. I think last, uh, well, second last question. Um, uh, if if I now have all of these parameters that I have to find, and the system picks up stuff, um, but let's say now at an executive level, um, I assume there's some form of uh, reporting that can be generated for me to say, uh, you know, these parameters have been triggered. 20 times this month in your shop or something like that? Oh, yes. So, I mean, with with the with the software, from especially from Axon, we can create uh, those dashboards and reports. So, any type of um, information that you want to gather can be then obtained for executive level. So, they can just basically see, okay, well, we, we know that X amount of people walk through the floor sh- store at this time, and this is the busiest times of, of the day, the week, the month, the year. Um, and then any alerts or anything that's gone wrong. So it's just, you know, being able to, like I said earlier, is the technology is there to, so that the useful information can be made available to make informed decisions. It's going to make the business better. Where, yes. the, where critical decision is are required. Okay. Last question from our side. Um, is, there, is there a customer that's too big or too small? No, no customer is too big or too small. So we, we, we're there to assist in any manner. So literally, from one or two cameras up, we can we can provide the services. One hundred percent, we can. Okay, excellent, Carlos. Thank you very much. No, Yaki, thank you very much for having me. It's very interesting. Thanks for listening to Unbundled, brought to you by Catalytic, a series that aims to demystify technology so that you can make smarter decisions for your business. Remember, you can listen to all of the episodes on the Cliff Central app or website, and for added convenience, you can subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Google, Spotify, or wherever you listen. And if you're looking for help with your communications tools in your business, please make sure to visit catalytic.co.za.